Good morning, everyone. Today is January the 2nd, 2022. Welcome back to Pursuing Word Ministries. If you're listening to me today, yes, you, you and I have made it through another year. Many of our friends and loved ones did not make it in to see this year. But it's by the grace and the mercies of God that he chose that you and I be here. And we owe him a praise today. We owe him a thank you, a gratitude and appreciation that he saw fit to bring you and me here to see another year. And we are grateful this morning to be here. So won't you just turn your Bibles already over to St. Luke chapter 15. And we're going to read verses 11 through 20. 11 through 20. And we're going to go where the Spirit leads us today. We have heard and read about this story on several occasions. But we're going to revisit it again. We're going to see what this unconditional love looks like to you and I. And we're grateful to be here. We just, we, we're grateful this morning. And I will be reading from the New American Standard. And this is what it says. St. Luke chapter 15 starting at the 11th verse, says, And he said, A man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that falls to me. So he divided his wealth between them. And not many days later, the younger son gathered everything together and went on a journey into a distant country. The King James Version says a far country. And there he squandered his estate with loose living. Now, when he spent everything a severe famine occurred in that country. And he began to be impoverished. So, he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. 
and he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating. And no one was giving anything to him. But he came to his senses. He said, How many of my father's hired men have more than enough bread? But I am dying here with hunger. I will get up and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired men. So he got up and came to his father. But while he was still a long ways off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And we bless the Lord for the word of God this morning. I want to encourage you today with a word. Come to your senses. Come to your senses and get up. Come to your senses and get up. I know many of times we have heard this particular verse of scripture been taught, read, preached. But the Lord will have it to be so that we come and revisit this particular scripture this year. Many of us have done many things in the year 2021. Many of us have put things, houses, family, friends, jobs, hobbies. We have put these things before God. I want you to listen to me. We have put these things before God and our relationship with him has suffered severely almost to the point of no life. And we cannot go through this year I need for you to pay attention we cannot go through this year without Christ being a part and in our lives this year 20 and 22 will be a strong reminder to you and me in many different ways to remember our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, I want you to come to your senses. 
and get up. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying many of us have lost our senses when it comes to where our heart is, the heart of our minds with Christ Jesus. We don't know where we are. We don't know who we are anymore. And we have sunken real low. And we almost feel shame and pity for ourselves. And it's time to get up. Come to your senses, son. Come to your senses, daughter, and get up. So let's look at verse number 11 and 12. And he said a man had two sons. And remember, before we start, I want to tell you where, we, where we're starting at in this verse of scripture. Basically, the Christ, and if you have a, a Bible, and if you're reading it along, you can see that it's in a red print to where this shows that Jesus is actually teaching. And he's teaching a parable. Reason being, because the Bible lets us know that it was tax collectors and sinners that were coming to him, the Christ, to listen to his teachings. But amongst them and and came with them, around about them were both Pharisees and scribes that were there as well to hear the teachings of Christ. But the word of the Lord lets us know that the scribes and the Pharisees began to murmur and complain about how Christ received sinners and how he was eating amongst them. So Jesus had to teach them and help them see what was really important and how self-righteousness is never acceptable in the sight of our God. So the Bible lets us know that he began to teach them parables. Parables talking about the hundred sheep and how the one left the hundred and and how Jesus left the Christ or the sheep or the shepherd left the sheep, the 99, to go after the one. And that there was a great celebration on the return. Then he goes on to talk about how a woman had 10 coins and how she lost the one and she began to clean the house until she found that one coin. And upon finding that one, she calls her friends and her neighbors to celebrate. And the word of the Lord lets us know that the same way this celebration is taking place, the angels would rejoice in the heavens over one sinner that rejoices. 
Christ rejoices over one sinner, men and women of God. I know you may beat yourself up when you begin to think about how your relationship with Christ got to where it has gotten. How you used to be so close with Christ. And now you feel lost. And you feel ashamed. You're not the only one. There has been many people, many cases. And but the thing to rejoice about is that Christ never left you. You may went astray to your far distant country. But the love that Christ has for his people. He never stopped loving you and me. And this is where this parable about the prodigal son leads us in verse 11 and 12 talking about how the father had two sons and the younger son said to his father, "Father, Give me my share of the estate that falls to me. And you already know how we are to leave our children's and inheritance when we die. But the youngest son asked his father before death. He asked his father for his portion. And that had to hit the heart of the father. Why? Because the father had to have felt that separation, that relationship begin to tear upon the arrival of separating from the son Upon the son asking him or telling him, I want my portion now. And none of us that are listening today is a stranger to death. We've experienced it one way, form, or another. Some of us have experienced it more than than others. And this season has caused, it seems, everyone in this world to not to be a stranger to death because death is all around us. Even today being January the 2nd, the very date of which mother left this world, it's still very tender, brings a tender spot to my heart. Every time I look on my cell phone, I see January the 2nd. It brings back a reminder of the pain, the hurt, the confusion, the cold, bitter feelings of separation. So many of us are not strangers to death, but that 
Separation is 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 harsh. It's hard. It's hard. So the the father at this point divides, begins to divide the wealth be, between them. So the word of the Lord lets us know in verse thirteen. And said, and not many days later, not many days later, after the youngest son got his portion, he began to gather all his belongings. And he went away to, he went away on a journey into a distant country. King James Version says he went away to a far country. Mm-hmm. And all that saying is that when a person gets to the point of their life to where they say, well, I'm grown. I'm my own man and I am my own woman. I can make my own decisions and choices. I'm going to do my own thing. Not really considering their foundational teachings, their upbringing, but the one thing they hold fast to is what they're leaving with. I'm not talking about spiritual things now. What they hold fast to is what they're leaving within the natural. What they have been given to help them along the way. Materialistic things, monetary things. Come on, follow me. Because some is someone that is there today that has found themselves in that distant and far country. And they don't know how to get back. They don't know where they are. But the word for you today is come to your senses and get up. As long as you have breath in your body, it's not too late. Remember, we serve a holy and a righteous God that will never leave us, that has never forsaken us, and The beautiful thing is he loves us unconditionally. Many of us have said that we we love someone, but we love them under condition. What can you do for me? What do you have for me? How can you benefit me? But the Father loves you whether you loved him or not. Whether we served him or not, he still loved us. When we walked away to our far country, and if you haven't went, you're going. We all go to that distant far country. Some of us stay longer than we intended to. Some of us 
It's life experience that will teach us. I want you to listen to me today. I want you to understand today that it's not about the years that takes us out of here. It's not about the years. It's about the knowledge that we put on ourselves. It's about the experience, the sufferings, the pain that we go through that takes us out. Not about the years. It's about the knowledge, about the experience. You too will go to a far country. In order to return, you have to come to your senses. Wake up, son. Wake up, daughter. Come to your senses and get up. The word of the Lord said that this young man, he left to his distant country. And there, in that far country, he squandered his estate with loose living. He went through everything. Everything his father saved everything his father worked for to give him, that we leave an inheritance for our children. And the Bible said he blew right through it. Listen to what it says. He went through it with loose living. See, that grown attitude, I'm grown, I'm a man, I'm a woman. He went through it with that. Did everything he wanted to do. Live loose didn't have a care and didn't care about nothing. The word of the Lord says in verse 14, now when he had spent everything, he didn't have a penny to his name. He went through everything. He he spent everything. He he didn't have what he left with. Now when you've been given an inheritance or when Your parents give you things that you should live on. It's not for you to go through and spend it all. But you should make wise investments, wise choices. He said he spent everything. Because you know why? You should make wise choices. Because you you, you just don't know what it's going to look like for tomorrow. Or what the future holds for us. But the Bible says that this young man, he went to spend all of it. And a severe famine occurred in that country. That country suffered a severe famine where there was no food, nothing. Everything was dead. Vegetation, everything was gone. And and the Bible said, and he began to be impoverished, poor, didn't have anything. So because of that, he went and he hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country. So he went 
and basically worked for someone for little to nothing. And the Bible says that that citizen sent him out into the fields to feed swine. And remember now, this man comes from a place of wealth. Didn't have this man come from a place to where his father had servants himself. Now him he finds himself as a servant, having nothing, feeding swine, didn't have no food to eat, almost starved to death. And the Bible said in verse 15 in 16. And he would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods that the swine were eating. Why? Because no one was giving him anything. He left everything to gain nothing. And this is speaking in the natural. How can you leave everything? To gain nothing. Oh my God. Many of us don't understand what we have when we have been given it. And we'll walk off and leave everything to where then we are left with nothing. Said no one gave him anything. This world had no compassion for him. Oh my God. I need for somebody to understand. There's nothing free in this world, in this world. Now salvation is free. But there's nothing free in this world. The prodigal son understood that nothing was given to him. He had to work for it. Even though he was given everything, he was given an early inheritance. He spent through all of it. No doubt he had many friends when he had a, a lot that helped him blow through all of that. But when it was all said and done, he was left with nothing. Hear me and hear me clean. My Lord Jesus. Did you hear what I said? Hear me clean. In other words, come to your senses and get up. Some of us need our hearts cleansed. From all the evil, from all the cares of this world, and we need to return back to our Father. The Bible lets us know in verse 17. But when he came to his senses, he said, Look. So the word of the Lord is clear and lets us know. That his mind wasn't right. 
my God. When we go to that far country, when we go to that distant country, our mind, we, we, we lose who we are. We lose that connection, uh, that connection with Christ. We've gone too far away from him. And remember the other parables, how they would leave the sheep, would leave the nine and nine, would leave from everything that they that that they needed. To go out in a distance afar from, from, from the others. And it takes the shepherd to bring them back in. Oh my God. The Bible says when he came to his senses. It's almost as if he had a light switch that was switched on for him. And began to let him see where he really was and who he used to be. How many of my fathers, that's what he began to remember. Listen, how many of my fathers hired men have more than enough bread? He began to say, I don't even have food to eat. And my, I remember, I, I remember now, I'm coming back to my senses. My father had many hired men. They have more than enough to eat. But I am dying here with hunger. Some of us have gotten so far away from Christ that we are dying spiritually and we don't know who or where we are. Men and women of God, come to your senses and get up out of that pit of swine and return to your Father. Many of us know the importance of a relationship with a father in the natural. How how important it is to have a father in your life. I commend and I applaud many men that took that responsibility as a father. They didn't run from it, but they stayed with their children. They worked and they provided for their children. They, they were there and they gave them wisdom of a father. Glory. It's totally different from a mother's perspective. But the wisdom of a father is so necessary in the lives of our children. If you have been blessed, with a father that gave you unconditional love. You know that many of us have not always done things the way it's supposed to have been done, but that father loved you unconditionally. He provided for you. He showed you what it meant to be a man. 
that father would show his daughter what it means to be loved. Come on. That unconditional, unselfish love of a father. Glory be to God. And many of us did not have that growing up. We didn't have that in our lives. But the Christ was the father for us. We found that love in Jesus Christ. But somewhere along the way, we we went to that far country and that relationship with him suffered. But now, he says, come to your senses, son. Come to your senses, daughter. And get up from where you are and come back to me. This is what the word of the Lord is saying. The prodigal son said, I am dying out here with hunger. It wasn't until after he came to his senses that he was able to return back to his father. Ah. It wasn't until after he came to his senses that he said, I will get up and go to my father. Ah, sad but true. Some of us, we have to get to that place of almost losing our mind before we can really see who God was and who God is in our life. It took a death experience for the prodigal son to return back. And again, death is not a stranger to any of us this year. Or last year. We've all experienced it. In one way, form, or fashion, we've experienced death. And sometimes we we look at death as an age thing that, that takes us out because we have reached a certain age. Men and women of God, I want you to understand that it's not about your age. No ma'am and no sir. That takes us out. That drains us. That drains life from us. It's not about the number of years but it's about the knowledge. It's about the experience. It's about the sufferings in our lives that trains life out of us. It's about the knowledge that we put on ourselves to live in this world. To finally, we lose our strength. And our life is no more. The prodigal son said, when I came to myself, I understood that I'm 
I'm right next door to death. He said, I will get up and go to my father. I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. In other words, I see now. I remember how our relationship used to be. I know you never walked away from me, but I walked away from you. And I want to return back. I've sinned against the heavens. Ah. See, he, it's, it's all coming back to him. I'm ashamed, in other words. He said, I am no longer worthy to be even called your son. Why would he say that? Why? Because he went through all of the inheritance. He left his father's love and care. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. I mistreated you. I abandoned you. Can you make me as one of your hired men? I want to be your hired servant. Is it it possible that I return back? Not as a son, but as a hired servant. See how humbled he is? See, sometimes some of us go so far out to that far country to where we lose it all. Don't stay out there to lose it all, men and women of God. Return back. Your time is now to return back. Before it's too late, before it's everlasting, too late. Return back. You're right. At the brook of death, he says, come back to me. The Bible says, so he got up. And he came to his father. But this is what I like. This is what I I just love about our God. It says, but while he was still a long way off. See how far he went out. Some of us have gone so far out that we need help getting back. That we're just that close to death that we are fatigued. We are weakening our strength. While he was yet still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him. And he ran and embraced him and kissed him. There's more to this story, but we're going to stop here. See how the father never left him. See how the son always remained in the heart of the father. No matter how far you've gone out, God's love for you has not changed. No matter how loose you have lived, 
the love of the Father for you and I have not changed. It's okay to return back. But I want you to understand that while you were still so yet far away, the Father saw you as you were trying to return. He, he sees you as you're trying to get back and he's running to you. He's running to you. He's running to you because he's excited. He's got to see you upon your attempt to return back. He's delighted to see you alive. You made it another year. You have breath in your body. All you have to do is come to your senses and get up and return back. As long as you return to your senses and get up and make that attempt, Christ sees you from afar off. And he welcomes you with open arms. Embraces you with love upon your arrival. My sisters and brothers, consider your relationship with Christ in this year of 2022. Do not choose to live life without Him, because the end is eternal death. We don't. We look for eternal life. It's about love, unconditional love. It's time that we grow up and understand true love. True love is unconditional. It's not about what you can give me. It's not about your motives or what I can do for you. But Christ loved to you and I. In spite of. No matter what. So my brothers and sisters. Take this word of God with you. At the start of this new brand new year. Wake up. Come to your senses and get up. Come to your senses and get up. We have a Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that's standing there with open arms to embrace you and me on your return back home. Come on back. God loves you. God loves you. He cares for you. And let's get back in position. Let's get back where we know we should be. 
and and just like the prodigal son says to the father I'm good coming back just as a servant a higher servant no no he'll take you back no matter what you've been through in life no matter the experiences no matter the failures the disappointments he'll receive you back as a son so come on back God bless you men and women of God let this year of 2022 be one of the best years of our lives that we give to Christ and that we love on him real good that we spend some quality time with Christ I know many of us people say let's make a new year's resolution and all I want to say is on this year Come to your senses and get up. We have a loving father that has always been there and ready to receive you back. Have a blessed and marvelous day.